Recorded live at the V3 TV studio in sunny England, it's The Vaughan Joseph Show. In the Berlin rain, I said I'll be the same to you. I'm low, yeah, on the train. Right. Welcome to the show, you guys. People of Earth, we're going to give you a little chit-chat about your sick, sad society tonight. I've got Mr. Alfonso Rachel joining with me in a few minutes. But first, I just read online that Beyonce has just canceled her appearance at Coachella this year. I saw some girl on Twitter losing her mind. She was crying and screaming and going crazy. It was hilarious so no beyonce if you're going to coachella don't lose your mind it's not a big deal it's just a woman singing so it's not the end of the earth the end of the world the end of times it's just beyonce but speaking of such apparently there are people going all around that are trying to get you to buy these very expensive 1.5 million dollar earth ship bunkers and it's absolutely amazing so um Yeah, if you got the kind of cash and you want to spend on these indestructible alien bolt holes, they're brilliant. These pictures are amazing. I see them. I mean, I still have a bunker somewhere in uh, California from the 2012 apocalypse that never happened when this so-called Mayan calendar ended and Bach tunes and planetary alignment and all this Nostradamus stuff. They had me believe in that stuff. Psych! Anyway, so if you're into that stuff, you can get one of these amazing indestructible places or the wall are made from tires packed with earth and all this really great stuff and go get one but if you're over here in england like me you have to get it on the cheap so they're doing for a little bit cheaper for us not 1.5 million but like a hundred thousand but the caveat is is you have to fly these guys over here from england have them get all their materials over here probably gonna end up costing a whole lot more money they don't like to give away building permits and all that zoning and all that stuff here anyway so Maybe it is the end of the world. Beyonce's not performing. Donald Trump's president. There's some guy out there that I was finding online while I was doing some research. Because I got the flat earth guy coming on the show on Monday. So stay tuned for that. But this guy is a conspiracy theorist. And he believes that Donald Trump will bring the end of days and the second coming of Jesus Christ. So... What is up with that? So apparently this guy's got a blog online and he's um uh WordPress like like my site and um he's he he's a historian his name is David Montaigne and it's for end times in 2009. He links Trump's appointment to the president of the United States to several predictions in the Bible. He says that all kinds of stuff, scripture, all kinds of stuff. I'm not really into the Bible. I'm more of a spirituality type guy, and I know that Zoe Rachel's going to slam me on that one. He's going to say all kinds of stuff about angels and demons and Tom Hanks and Fibonacci and all this other kind of stuff. But spirituality is a broad concept with room for many perspectives, you guys. So don't 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 count me out. I'm not the devil or nothing like that. So. Um, I don't know what's going on with this end time stuff. I mean, what is going on with that, Zoe? What do you know? It's Alfonso Rachel, y'all. Welcome to the show. Oh, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> on, the, on that topic of, of, of spiritual, I was, I was thinking about it. I was going to say, you know, you know, demons are spiritual, right? But, 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 but listen, 
you know, and that and that is a that is a popular thought. It's a it's a popular thought that you know you know everybody has their own spirituality and there's many ways and stuff like that. But man, we can't even get it. We can't get into college any way that we want to. We can't even get into a gang any way that we want to. What? How do we assume that we can get into club afterlife? Fantastic, any old way that we want to. You know, what I'm saying there's there's got to be you know there's got to be one way. Why does there have to only be one way? Why can't there well, be the, multiple ways? Mm, well, it's, it's it's just like I said. It would be like, um, you know, like say for instance, you got it. And you know, man, I, I, and I'm so rude, man. I have never even asked. Do, do you have kids? I do not. not you do not I, have not kids. That I'm aware of anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you behave. You behave. Um, but you know, like, okay, this is it's Joe's house, right? Right. And it's look, Joe is the breadwinner, right? I pay the water bill. I pay the gas bill. I pay. I pay the electricity bill. I buy them clothes. I buy the food. I make the rules, right? right. Now, if you think that you go, if, if you know little Joe and little and, and little Josephina, <laughs> gonna be up in here acting any old way that they want to and make up their own rules in my house, how's that gonna work? It's not gonna be heaven in that house. That's a little different. One. And you have to assume, because there's so many different religions out there. Sure. Okay. So how do you know with absolute certitude that yours is the right one and the all the other ones are the wrong ones? Well, if we're, if we're speaking in terms of absolutes, if we're, if we're worried about what's the absolute truth, then how do, we, how do we absolutely know that there is no absolutely true religion? You see what I'm saying? We're already speaking in absolutes while speaking against absolution. So now there has to be now if we're talking about things that are spiritual, we have to consider that, um, you know, a spiritual is a higher order of being. Right. So that's something that we're looking to evolve to this, this spiritual plane. So if, a, if spirituality is a higher plane of existence, then who are we to define what spirituality is? How are we going to tell a higher plane of, ex of existence how we're going to act accordingly uh, when it comes to spirituality when we're a lower being than what is spiritual? So in that sense, I would have to concede to the one who has actually proven that he has transcended from the physical to the spiritual and came back. This is on record. There is no other, no other spiritual leader. Who has ever done this? On and it whose, has been recorded. On, on whose record? Ah, uh, well, you get when it comes even to to secular, uh, secular uh, historians, secular archaeologists, uh, and, and whether they are secular or whether they're Christian, they all come to ninety percent of them come to the agreement that yes, there was this historical uh, Jesus, and it is on record that people were martyred. Brutally sticking to their testimony that they witnessed this man die. They had nothing to gain for this. They're not going to get money. They're not going to get power. They're not going to get fame. They're going to get death horribly. And they said, yes, we saw this guy die on the cross and we saw him again three days later. And then there was 500 witnesses that saw him for the remainder of the 40 days that he stuck around and ministered and then he left. So there's testimony to this. It's on record. All I know is that I wasn't there. <laughs> and all I know is that you can only go off of the word of what somebody else said. Just like True. talking about going to the moon. I don't know if we've really been there. I haven't been there. I can mm. only go off of what NASA says they did. Same thing with this flat earth guy that's coming into the studio on Monday. He doesn't know. Mm. 
but he well i know that martin luther king i wasn't there when martin luther king was shot but you he was shot though. yeah but you saw it you saw the video. Oh. i haven't seen it no you can't count on written text on as to what is an absolute certainty that somebody existed because that's if somebody's supporting their narrative of course they're going to have it structured the way they want same do you thing. believe in the writings of like socrates or plato or aristotle those people um we know they existed because they are their their work is there now these bible verses i know you're hating me tonight because <laughs> i am not this is love bro i'm speaking to you out of love yeah. this is total love i now jesus we have the writings of jesus he where in the bible mm. They're in the Bible, right? Well, I'm sorry. I lost your feet. You said we have the writings of Jesus. They're in the Bible, right? They are, they're in the Bible. Not only are they in the Bible, there's over 8,000 manuscripts hmm. from, from testimonies uh, uh, testifying to, uh, to, to um, the ministry of Jesus Christ. And these, now, I think it's funny that these other philosophers, they were here long before Jesus Christ. And a lot of the stuff that you read about them isn't even from them. So it's 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 almost kind of, it's like unfair that it's like people would put stock and believe in the writings of like Aristotle or Plato or, or 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 these other people. But when it comes to Jesus, who despite who is the most scrutinized figure in history, despite thousands of manuscripts to testify to who he is and hold the word accountable, despite the testimonies of those who went to a bloody death testifying to what they saw. Those are his people. That's not though. believable. Those are his people. It's just no, like no. These were people who were trying. A lot of these were people who were trying to kill him. That said, he existed. I don't know. That said, he I'm existed. Not, you know what? Like I said, I'm not a religious person, so I, you're, I'm the wrong person. <laughs> Me neither. To try get get out of Dodge. You are. The, I'm not a religious person. Shut up. You're the most. I'm not a religious person. You're the most religious person I know. Okay. <laughs> I do. No, I'm just. Right. I'm a believer. That's all. I have. I have no practices. I have no rituals. I have no no thing that I can do to try to get me in the good graces of the Lord. That would be religion. I'm not a religious person. Right on. Fair enough. I just serve a king. Fair enough. I um I have to say that, and I had a a bit of a uh, I don't want to say a, an epiphany last night or an awakening or whatever you might want to call it, but I I see I'm I'm going to go the wrong way on this. I wanted to ask you something else, but I'm, I've already started talking about this. So. I've been a firm believer for a very long time of creationism. We 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 didn't come from apes or any of that stuff. I don't buy that. Okay, I just I just never did. Um and and the reason I didn't believe that is because we've got too many similarities in things in nature and things in science and things in the human body. And, and I mentioned earlier about Fibonacci sequences and, you know, and, and the golden ratio and things like that. I don't know if you're familiar with any of that stuff. Um, but this whole um, pod type spiral that exists everywhere in nature and this, this measurements that are everywhere from our hands you know, every every aspect of our body is the same dimensions, the, the, the you know, the lengths and everything. And then the it's everywhere. It's everywhere in nature. So I, I found it highly unlikely that this was just all a big coincidence. So anyway, I'm, I'm rambling. So um, <laughs> <laughs> the but it's relevant. Well, yeah, to to an extent. But then I'm watching something last night and 
they were talking about the cycles um, of life. And I wish I had this in front of me because then I could quote it more accurately. But they were talking about the cycles of how, you know, where we came from, the things that have happened through life. And they basically were getting at... Um, we were talking about the end times, which is actually kind of what we're talking about tonight. So, mm. yes, the end times doesn't always necessarily mean that the world is going to crumble and or or the rapture or anything like that. It necessarily doesn't mean that. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It could mean and might possibly mean the end of the way that we've lived or done business as life is concerned for the past however many thousands of years. So we won't notice specifically this change because it won't be an immediate change, but it'll be something that's gradual that we will no longer behave a certain way or, or live a certain way. So while I'm looking at that and I'm thinking about how, how man was supposed to be made in God's image, right? So... <clears throat> How how do we not know that maybe the the that's true, but maybe the the path for that to happen needed to start in the water. Maybe that's what he wanted for the path of us to become what we are now was to have started off as you know, primordial ooze and then crawling out of the water and then into primates and then into man. So maybe, so maybe this was the final stage of that development and it was part of that plan. So like I said, I don't know, but I'm, I'm just, these are things that I was thinking about because, sure. you know, I was just looking at it and I thought it was a very interesting concept, which, which had never been really presented and it kind of just hit me. So. Huh. And, 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 you know, the, the interesting thing is, is that for all the things that, um, you know, science claims, to, well, has discovered, um, you know, things like uh, what we need to facilitate life, you know, lights, air, uh, a medium, water, right? You see scientists going gaga, man, when they find another planet, they may potentially have liquid water, right? right. And the thing is, the Bible already laid that out in the first pages. It already told us what is, what is needed, needed to facilitate life. Um, but here's the, but here's the interesting thing, even more interesting than that. You know, the Bible's already told us these things are needed. Um, when Adam was was created, when he was created out of out of uh, out of the dirt, and once again, this is not the Bible, you know, making up stuff or making up some sort of myth. Everything that is found in every living organism is found in the soil, right? We we get our nourishment from the soil, so it's not like the Bible has just made up this weird thing. It's we're actually that's. A lot of what constitutes our makeup, you're going to find the same components. But when you examine the word that is used for soil, it doesn't even, it's not even soil. It's dirt. It's dust. There isn't even, there's no, there's no mud. There's no clay. There's no, it's, it's just dry dirt. That's what, basically what the Bible is telling you is that you can go ahead and create the medium that you want to. Go ahead. If, if you want to, go ahead and supply dirt. Go ahead and supply the light. Go ahead and supply the water and, and, and an atmosphere and what have you. You can supply all of those things, but you will not discover the very thing that sparks life. You're not going to find it. Right. So it basically God is the ingredient. God is the ingredient for life in terms of, uh, you know, how we you know, came out you know, of a, a primordial ooze. Um, you know, people people, you know, they try to add the, the time element to it. And um, when, when when a person reads the Bible and the first thing that they read is how God created 
dominated world and dominated the man. It's already a challenge. It's a supposition to say, do you believe it or not? It's right from the get go. He hits you. He hits you with the craziest thing for you to believe. I created the world and this is how I did it. I spoke the universe into existence. Can you really prove that I didn't? And the more science keeps trying to dig, the more, the closer they get to it, the closer it's like, right. I think you've probably heard it right now. Like right now they're getting down to uh, like the, the very milliseconds, right. Of, of when the big bang happened. Right. 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 Right down to the, to the, almost down to the gritty. And you know, the Bible already says that the Lord spreads out the heavens like a tent. So, which means that this, the, this universe was in a compressed state and then he opened it up. The Bible already says that. And then uh, from there, they, they talk about this tremendous heat and release of compression, that time was decompressing as it, as it opened up, right? Time was, open, uh, uh, was decompressing. Things that would have taken like billions of years were happening in moments. Galaxies and stuff were already starting to form and planets and things like that. So scientists are looking at this decompression of time and can see that these celestial bodies can form in moments. They're seeing that, but they think it's crazy that God could create the world in six days. So, you know, there's there's a little bit of hypocrisy here. And I'm not even I'm not even a creationist. I don't I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not. I believe in the six day account. I just don't believe it was the six days of creation. I believe it was the six days of restoration. So that's that's a whole other topic we'll get into there. I probably got some Christians out there yelling at the TV. Saying, but, you know, that's just that's just what the Bible reveals to me. Uh, so Rachel trying to blow my mind over there in California. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> What's this you're telling me about um, the end of times? What is? What am I missing? I'm not getting that in the news over here other than the fact that we need to be buying new bunkers and stuff like that. Man, don't miss it. Don't miss it, man. It's going to be a party in the kingdom for real, man. I, I want you to be there, man. I want you to be there. I want you up there uh, partying with us. Um, okay. The, you know, there's a lot of talk, uh, you know, just what you were saying before, man, you know, like, what, what was that one cat talking about, you know, the, the last Trump? And we got to be careful, man. We got to be careful when, when it comes to, like, coincidence and when it comes to prophecy, right. you know. Um, you know, the last Trump, I mean, Trump, he's still got sons and stuff. So I don't know if he's, like, the last Trump. I mean, we're the last Trump of what? The last Trump to be president? The last, you know, we, we don't know. So it's, it's, you know, take a little bit of liberties there. I mean, I would love, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I would love to entertain, say, yeah, man, he's the last Trump and, and you know, the rapture's coming soon and things like that. And don't get me wrong, man, I'm looking for the rapture. I mean, that's going to be a party for real, man. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm all about it, you know, but I don't want to get caught up in sensationalism and being careful with being caught up in coincidence. Just like you said, man, seeing Obama's the Antichrist and stuff like that, you know, if, if anything, if anything, I can go by indicators, but am I going to point the finger and say, Obama's the Antichrist? Like, no, I may be looking at some of his policies and say, okay, yeah, this kind of squares with some thinking that's apart from God, but am I ready to say that he's the Antichrist? No. You know, or, or with Trump, is, is he the, the, the Trump that's going to sound before um, the rapture? I don't know about all that. You know, like I said, if I wanted to entertain it and just let my hopes get away with me, um, I'm all about it. But it doesn't make me believe in the rapture any less. Right. Oh, but anyway, but, but, but to your, to your point, um, just as you were saying, there's a lot of talk of, you know, these last days, the end of days and things like that. Um, there will be the, there will be the end of an age. There will be a judgment to come. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they can't stand us Christians, you know, and one of these days, man, they're going to get their wish. A lot of Christians are all of a sudden going to disappear. That's going to be a part. That's going to be great for them. They should be happy, right? We're going to be gone. So they should look forward to it. Instead of making fun of us, they should be they should be like, dude, we can't wait until your freaky Jesus calls you guys out of here. 
right? But but yes, that you know that um, just as you know there was um, there was an exodus, right? We know in Exodus uh, the the Jews were liberated liberated from from Egypt, and there will be another exodus. It'll be an electric one, right? So a, one at, at a, a point will come when another high priest like Moses is going to come, and he is going to basically lead his people out of bondage. Okay. In a super fantastic way. <laughs> Don't miss it, bro. So that means everybody that's not Christian is going to be left behind then. Well, think of it like this. Okay, left behind. Now, but for those who don't accept Christ, if you don't, if you don't believe Christ and you believe that there's other ways that you can get to heaven and stuff like that, and if you if you wouldn't really accept the kingship of Jesus while you're here, why would Jesus make you accept his kingship for eternity? Why Jesus is a merciful God. He's not going to force you to live with him. Why do you have to go to heaven though? Why does it have? Why is that the only option? Is that there's nothing else? Is that, there's no reincarnation? There's no nothing? What did all the, the pharaohs and all those other guys believed in? They were mm. they were trying to come back. Afterlife, terracotta soldiers, right? China, all that stuff. Now consider, but, but think of what their concept of spirituality did, though. Think of the oppressive nature of their spirituality. In their concept of spirituality, when the pharaohs died, they took their slaves with them. You know, that means that if you were in service to the pharaoh, if he wanted you dead with him, you went. So they, he was executing people so that they would serve him in the afterlife. That's what other spirituality does. The Mosaic law doesn't do that. You can't have your, your rights. You can't have your, your God-given rights at the forced expense of somebody else. God is not a God of, of, uh, of people sacrificing other people. The only, God, the, only, the only way God tolerated that is if he would come to himself, I'll sacrifice myself to you. I'm the only portion who can do that. But in terms of people sacrificing, that's what other spirituality does. Other spirituality ultimately ends up in oppression and murder. But there is nothing in the doctrine of God that does that. So, you know, when we think about other people's spirituality, if we're going to have the, if we, if we can't even get our spirituality straight here, do you think Jesus is going to say, well, come on up into my kingdom. Let's just argue about it there. Well, that wouldn't be heaven. In heaven, we, it, heaven is a place of agreement. We're in agreement that the Lord's law, the one who authored the law of the universe that maintains the universe, the one who authors the law of a standard morality, says that if you're going to be in my kingdom, we got to agree. Because when we agree, that's when we have peace. Right. Actual peace, not a forced peace. It's a choice. Okay. So two more things I'm going to I'm going to bring up, and then we got to go because it's it's um. I'm rambling. It's, we're now I'm we're both having a go tonight, so it's fine. <laughs> um, first thing. Um, I probably I think I've already forgotten what the second thing was, so hopefully I can remember what one of them, at least one of them. Um, so how old or how long ago did Christ live? Uh, better than two thousand years ago, right? Okay. Unless you want to count Christ as as here before Abraham, but the Christ that uh, who came to minister, uh, he was here a little a little better than two thousand years ago, right? So. I guess he's and where was he supposedly born in um was it Bethlehem? Yeah. Right. So this is squaring it between like Bethlehem, Galilee and then coming out of, you know, it, it's yeah. Right. So I'm just trying to understand why um he looks the way he does or why he's being depicted to look the way that he does. When mm. 
people from that region have never looked like that. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, because Jesus has no, you know, he, his genealogy in the Bible is laid out and he has no European ancestry. Uh, he is a Middle Eastern Jew. Uh, he was born on the on the northern aspect of Africa. Uh, so, you know, he's he's like right there. You know, and, and, and considering where he is, man, he's got he's like born like right where everything is. You know, like you got you got Africa into the south. You got, you know, what's going to become Europe, you know, or what will be Europe, you know, uh, uh, towards, you know, kind of, kind of like to the north of him. You got Asia and, and India. Like, right. You he's like, like kind of like right there. You answer know? the questions, though. Oh, I thought I did. No. Oh, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. No, you know what? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Now, where where does he get this from? Now, a lot of people think that uh, Christianity is, is a Western religion. It's not. It's a Middle Eastern. It's a Middle. It's the faith comes from uh, from from the Middle East. It's not Western. I don't know um, anybody but, in the Middle East that looks like that either. So I'm just saying. Huh? I don't know anyone in the Middle East that looks like. That's that. what, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. Right. Just like I said, Jesus has no European ancestry. But here's the thing. When you let's say, for instance, like uh, with the Roman Catholic Church, the founding of, of, of the Catholic Church, you know, when that stuff mo moves like, you know, into into European aspects. Well, from there, because, I mean, basically the Catholic Church carries a lot of sway. Now, I personally don't believe with Catholic teachings, but, but with the Catholic Church, they had a lot of influence on what would be. For, 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 uh, for, for more or less would be biblical, right? Which means the depictions of Jesus that they would come up would fit their ideals uh -oh. as opposed to the true uh, 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 look, uh, likings of what Jesus would look like. Right, okay, so let me stop you right there. So wouldn't you say or wouldn't you agree that it is at least reasonable to maybe consider that the things that are said because of what you just said you know that they had a lot of influence and they were capable of tweaking things to fit their 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 narrative yep. is it not reasonably expectable or or the you know that 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 this could have been some of the things that are said inside there about him or just other things in general have been falsehoods because they fit something that they wanted and not some of the other other things that you know things that are the things that would go against what they wanted going down mm -hmm. the road ah like i said that's why even before they established that was established there's already thousands of manuscripts right but not to mention right with, with within Jewish culture, they, they have they have their system of how they, they keep their traditions and so on. And it's probably one of the reasons why people want to have them killed so bad, you know, because they're, 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 the truth about Jesus is rooted in Jewish culture. Right. Right. And, and a lot of people just don't, don't want to know who Jesus is. So I don't have to rely on whether or not his history has been skewed by by the Catholic Church. We still got the, the historicity of, of Jesus through through the Jewish writings. And if anybody is like saying that, you know, how can we trust, you know, what the Bible is saying and stuff like that? And how do we know it's been translated correctly and all that sort of stuff? Well, the original you can still read the Bible and you can learn how to speak Hebrew. You can learn how to speak Greek. You know, you don't have to worry about how somebody translated it in English. The, the writings are available for us to read. So, you know. The one thing I'm quite certain of and I keep confidence with is that the almighty God is strong enough to protect his word. 
You know, and, and, and I, I don't I don't put that much confidence in man where the man where man can keep this truth from me aside from the almighty who spoke it. OK, so why was he brought here? I, I, I know why they said that he died on the cross, but why was mm-hmm. he brought here and why were there no other children of Christ, at least not to my knowledge. Again, I don't know anything um, (laughs) before him. Because we were here for a long time before 2000, however many years ago. We were here. So You said children of Christ before him? Go ahead. Uh, are you did did Christ himself have no children, or there were no children before Christ? Or no children of God? Isn't Christ supposed to be the Son of God, or am I wrong with that? Correct. He's the Son of God. Right. So why were there no other children of God on the planet before him? Well, there was Adam, and we saw what happened with him. Okay. So that's that's that's. That's partially, I think, what I was going to ask you about the second thing that I forgot, kind of. Uh-oh. So I'm big into archaeology, right? Mm-hmm. So where I grew up, we had a very um, uh, a museum that was part of it was a private school. They had a museum there. It was A lot of big exhibits would come there. And as you probably know, or maybe you dispute, I don't know, the first... Mm-hmm bones of the man that were found were that of Lucy. This is the skeleton that they found in Africa. So Mm -hmm. again, this leads me back to this whole visualization issue that we have with Christ because Adam and Eve (laughs) were both depicted as white people. Right. Where where am I going wrong with this one now? (laughs) (laughs) Because white people weren't here first. They weren't. We Mm. know for a fact that once we left a certain area of the world and started venturing outwards and into colder mm. climates, the, the, mm. the skin color changed. Mm. <laughs> so what's oh, up I think with I, that? Did I lose you? Uh, uh, you know, and who knows what, you know, I guess, you know, the topography or, or the weather was like in certain areas, you know, uh, thousands of years ago, you know, I don't know. Um, but, yeah. And once again, that's that's just, you know, people who with their culture, if that culture is the, is the prominent culture, they can go ahead and take this figure and take, you know, writings from the Bible. If they want to make illustrations and stuff like that, they're going to they're going to draw it in ways that relate to them. Right. Bible doesn't say anything about the uh, the ethnicity of, of Adam and Eve or anything like that, but just people took the liberties of, of, of creating them the way that they wanted to. Um, interestingly enough, the, the first king, the first ruler of the world that the Bible speaks of was black. And the Bible makes it clear that we know that. Uh, His name was Nimrod, he was the son of Cush. Cush was the grandson of Noah. So when uh, Noah had uh, his three sons and then uh, his uh, son Ham had the son Cush, Cush is synonymous with Ethiopia. Means the same in in, in the Greek, Cush is is Ethiopia. So, and his son was Nimrod. Nimrod, it was the first king of the world. So, you know, that's really that's the, the first you know depiction of like really a race that the Bible starts to kind of speak of with with uh, um, with like uh, power. Right, right. So now you guys out there just learn something. Kush is not that stuff you're buying at that dispensary and smoking <laughs> in your bedroom. So, oh, so Rachel just taught you something. 
And I can't believe we just had like a a, a theological debate for the last half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most religion I've talked in my whole life. Uh, uh, Let me get you hooked. Time, at one time. <laughs> so anyway, um, we didn't even talk about anything sick and sad today. I was really looking forward to talking about some disgusting stuff out there in our world and 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 stuff but it's okay so sometimes that's what happens we get serious and we we chop it up so that's what the show's all about and um and here we are so we'll be back on actually on early next week we've got uh, a two-way interview thing that we've got going on and um then we're back with another show next weekend so um anything else you want to plug what's going on with um the band or the show Oh man, I'm like this much closer to, to getting the, the the second album for Twenty Pound Sledge uh, finished up. Uh, God willing, uh, I may even have a, a crew to uh, go and take it to the stage with. I'm, I'm doing, I'm working on the album by myself. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got. We're having to restaff Twenty Pound Sledge. Dang it! And uh, hopefully, I might uh, have some luck uh, coming my way on that. But uh, yeah, Twenty Pound Sledge coming back pretty soon. Hopefully. How are you? doing an album by yourself because you don't have a singer and mm. if i'm not mistaken you don't have a guitarist two of the key components to mm. any rock band you can yeah. get around having a bassist if you're a, a loser band and, and don't <laughs> and you can't have a band without well you can get a, around having a drummer too because they have the stupid drum tracks mm -hmm. you know yeah i know right that's like <laughs> swear word in your world but um <laughs> So how are you managing that? Well, when you, actually, when you got an awesome bass player like like uh, I got with right. uh, with Wade, uh, you know he, he can hold it down pretty good. But yeah, we definitely we, we want to have that axe, and we need we need those vocals. But you know, in the studio, like with the first album, all the instrumentation is done by me. Uh, I just need players to to take it to the stage live. So, um, but you know, I don't do the singing. I write the lyrics, but I don't do the singing. So, um, you know, as with this album, you know, I laid down, you know, I'm laid down the drum tracks, got the guitar. I'm doing the guitar tracks. I'm doing the bass tracks. Uh, just need to find, uh, you know, the right singer to, you know, give it the right voice. I'll get you uh, John, John Nett Napolitano from Concrete Blonde. I, don't, I know she's not with the band anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she lives out there in the desert, too. So, um, oh, is that right? Yeah, she's out there in the desert. She sent me a text message the other day, actually, saying... Um, you get more comments on this this Cal Exit show that we did. <laughs> I keep getting them. I'm I'm getting them right now. I'm getting them. Um, yeah, she's out there, and um, I don't know if I want to put her out there like that, but she's out there in the desert, out there somewhere with you. So, uh, oh. yeah, I know she I'm said go she, find you. She's, <laughs> she's got some big move coming up. She said, which I don't know because mm. she's got like a horse and you know a ranch, all kinds of stuff out there. So anyway, I, I wish her luck. I really like her. She was really nice. That was actually a year ago. It was just a year ago. I was back in L.A. A little over a year ago, a week, yeah. uh, a week or two back. Um, and we hooked up, and um, you were trying to get me to go to South by South. We need a singer, man. <laughs> I was like, I'm never coming back to England. I'm going to be in a band. <laughs> That's awesome, though. So I'm glad you kind of excited about it, man. Well, shoot, man, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, I was freaked out, man. I was like, I'm tripping right now. So anyway, um, cool. So. Um, 
that's it, man. We've 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 taken enough of your wonderful time. It's California. It's still two o'clock in the afternoon, but it's ten o'clock here. So I'm gonna go take a nice hot shower and watch the news and go to sleep because I'm an old man. Sees the gray hairs oh. in the beard right now. <laughs> <laughs> so um so rachel everybody thank you so much for tuning in and um we'll catch you guys next week when we catch up with you guys next week peace